why would you fuck up a whole possible year's worth of hard work and progress for one week's worth of celebration? Because you know what? Come the first Monday of the year, you're going to be disgusted with yourself. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. So hi, my name's Andy Naylor. Um, Welcome back to the show, Alphas. Um, Super happy to have you here. I am founder and CEO of Naylor Body Design, host of your Optimal Alpha podcast. Very, very happy and excited to have you back. And we are, when this podcast comes out, approximately three, four something days away from Christmas Day. So I hope you're feeling festive. Um, today, we're going to dive into, I guess, really a, a bit of how to survive Christmas, right? There's definitely different people see this in a different way. Some people just really don't care. And that's absolutely fine and go through Christmas not batting an eyelid. But some people get very anxious. They get very concerned. They actually get very worried about what's going to happen over Christmas and how they deal with things. And some people are definitely on either side of that. So we're going to delve into that. Just before we do, I want to give a shout out to Pot 79 He has dropped us a five-star review with the simple line, great review and insight into the world of fitness. Stewpots, I appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much for uh, being super alpha and taking the time to give us a review. Please do give us a five-star review, drop us a comment, and if I see it, I will, of course, give you a shout out. So, right, let's get into the weeds of things. So Christmas, it's a few days away. And you've probably already maybe gone through, I don't know, maybe a couple of works dues, get-togethers, maybe even some Christ- uh, some family events and things like that. Maybe you've already started to notice things beginning to unravel a little bit. And maybe you've already given up on the rest of the year, right? Maybe. Maybe you've been able to keep a really good handle on things. Maybe you're really strict. I don't know who you are and what your particular circumstances are, but I know most people generally struggle a little bit. So... What we're going to go through today is the common mistakes, I guess, that we see people make around Christmas and holidays in general, in terms of what they do, what they don't do. The issues those mistakes can cause. And then what could be a smarter approach to allow us to get through a festive season, a holiday, a get together, and still feel like we're able to tick the box of making progress, but still enjoying whatever that event might be. So let's dive into these. So the common mistakes, the common Christmas and holiday mistakes. So look, of course, you know, it's natural to want to celebrate. Christmas and holiday seasons are still a you know, really important time for most people, depending on where in the year that might be for you and your particular holiday season or whatever that is, right? But they're, they're, still, they're still quite important. Um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to celebrate it. There should be no guilt around wanting to celebrate Uh, What ultimately could be a religious, could be a family get together. It's just something that generally should be a good thing. It's quite often, you know, families, they get together. Obviously, of course, that can be stressful as well. Um, But what tends to happen is the get together is really normally only what, a day or two or maybe a bit longer than that. But people tend to throw away the whole of December, pretty much. 
Because, I mean, we're marketed to through the whole of December, aren't we? The moment pretty much these days Halloween has gone past, boom, we're straight into Christmas and we're marketed and Christmas treats are already in the shops and maybe you want to start to buy and stock up those and maybe, I don't know about you, but you start to go into those treats before it's even Christmas time. Like, I have certainly done that in the past. Ultimately, we are celebrating. We are overeating. We are excessively drinking snacking we probably begin to do less training we probably begin to move less we start to begin to drop habits that have probably taken us months to put in place and then we start to think oh fuck it you know what do you know what i've i've already made a bit of a mess of this i've gone out works do was a bit of a mess i've had a family do the friends do like i've I've already had three mess do you know what fuck it I'm going to take the holidays off and I'm going to start again on the first Monday of the year. Blah, 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 bullshit. Yeah. Have you ever heard yourself say that? Like, it's the same as anybody saying, I'm not going to start doing something now. I'll start when the holiday seasons are finished. Okay, right. We are right on the, when this podcast comes out, we're right on the doorstep of Christmas. I get it. But if for the whole of December, you've been saying to yourself, I'm going to wait until the holidays are over, then more fool you. Because the first Monday of the year to suddenly turn everything around is a really difficult time to do it. You should have started whenever you had the initial idea that you wanted to do something. Anyway, those are the common mistakes. It's just kind of throwing everything away. It's just taking all the hard work you've done and thought, you know what? It's Christmas. I'm just going to, I'm just going to take some time to myself. I've earned some time to myself. I'm going I'm to take some time to myself and you know what, I'll, I'll get back in. Don't worry, I'll, I'll start nice and fresh in the new year. So it's a shocking mindset because has it really worked for you in the past? I mean, does it work for anybody? Probably not. But those are the common mistakes, certainly that we see. And we could, we could go further into that, couldn't we? But the issues that some of these mistakes cause, I personally think are far more negative than most people can understand. You've got to understand that if you have been on a fitness journey, you've probably been working for months you should have been working for months, hopefully. Maybe you've, been t- maybe you've taken the majority of this year, if not more, to put in place the right habits, the right behaviours and lifestyle. And maybe it's only really just started to come to fruition. You started moving forward. You already know that these things take a long time. You probably started and failed and started and failed. Bugger, here comes December and you're clearly going to fail, right? All these habits that you've put in place are still very new. It takes a long time for a habit to become an actual habit, as in you just do it and don't think about it. It takes way longer than you think. These habits, these behaviors, this lifestyle is possibly still quite fresh. Maybe you only really start, maybe you started literally just before summer thinking, bugger, I've got a summer holiday, I need to get in shape. Like that's less than half a year, not very long. You might think that's a long time. It isn't. These habits are still fresh. They are vulnerable. They are easy to break and lose. The damage taking December off, and certainly these next couple of weeks, could cause literally a regression of years worth of hard work, determination, effort, not to mention the time and possibly money you've invested. You could potentially undo so much in just the end of December. No one sees it that way, because that's the, that's the horrible negative side of throwing it all away and really going off and enjoying Christmas. No, everyone wants to enjoy Christmas. Everyone wants to enjoy the holiday. But you've got to understand, there's going to be something the other side of those celebrations. And it's going to be you, not where you want to be. Folk feel like they deserve a month off. Like a month off? It's like some, it's, it's nearly the same that someone saying, when is my cheat day? What the fuck is a cheat day? 
a cheat day? What, you want a whole day of the week where you cheat? No, that doesn't exist. There might be a free meal in a plan. That would be smart. It's like saying, oh, do I get one cheat month a year? So I've only really got to be strict for 11 months of the year and one month of the year, I could just throw it all away. You could throw 11 months of work away in one month very, very easily. People feel that they need a reward for their hard work. No, the reward for your hard work is not taking December off. It's getting the bloody results that you wanted in the first place. That's the reward. Are you not happy with that? Do you want to throw away the results and now just go and blow it all on Christmas? It's the same as saying, it's kind of the same as saying, I'm going to be really good for five days of the week and then piss it all up the wall on the weekend. Five days and two. It's really damaging. It's way better when we go, right, there are, there are seven days in a week. And even that's arbitrary. Our body's got no idea what a week is, a month is. It makes no difference. It's just one day followed by the sun comes up, the sun goes down. The sun comes up, the sun goes down. That's what our body is aware of. That, nothing else in terms of essentially time, apart from maybe time passing and us aging. But outside of that, there's no, weeks, days, months, doesn't mean anything. Certainly five days and two, certainly 11 months and one, like it doesn't mean anything. You could make a massive backward step. So don't feel like you need a reward. What are you, a child? Do you need a little pat on the back and a sticker for doing really well for a few months? No, get on with it. Grow up. Okay, so what would a smart approach be? First of all, legitimately, this is really important. Drop the idea of fear of missing out. This is a real thing. This is a real human trait. We hate the idea of missing out. Um, This is different depending on what phase of your life you might be in. It's just different. I've noticed that I'm 43 and I, I still have the fear of missing out of cert- on certain things. I think it maybe gets less as you age because you maybe just become a little bit wiser. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe it's an individual thing. But drop the fear of missing out. You can still very much enjoy Christmas and time of your family and still at least maintain the position that you're in right now. Absolutely. It's not one or the other. It's not, oh, I'm going to be super miserable through Christmas because I'm going to maintain my body fat percentage. Like You can do that and still really enjoy Christmas. It's not one or the other. You don't have to be all in or all out. That's a really bad mindset. You can still thoroughly enjoy your time. Just don't be a dick around food and alcohol. <laughs> That's basically it. It's not one or the other. This goes for any celebration. It's how you set it up. It's the mindsets you take into a holiday season that will give you everything. So I've just sort of laid out, I guess, I think eight sort of tips. There's no reason that it was eight. They were just the eight that came to my mind, I guess, of survival tactics um, that could just help. If you begin to maybe stack some of these things together, you'll see how they will put you in a position where you'll be able to actually enjoy Christmas and indulge and still get to the other side and know that you've not completely messed things up. So first of all, number one, plan ahead. Plan ahead. Now, we're only a few days out from Christmas, so I would start doing this now. Like, so take wherever you're listening to this podcast and start doing everything now. So increase movement. Simply maybe add an extra 10 to 20% of steps per day in the, in the few days now leading up to Christmas. And maybe in fact, the whole way through the Christmas week, just bump your steps up. In other words, your movement by 10 to 20%. It's not a lot, but it will help on so many levels. So for example, if you're say doing 8,000 steps, maybe you now do nine and a half to 10,000 steps. 
it's an extra 20 minutes, if, if, if that, if that, depending on how long your legs are and how quickly you walk. Just bump your steps up. It's really easy. What you could also do is if you do go out and do steps, maybe add a backpack. Just add more weight to yourself. Make the, If you don't have any more time, then take a backpack, shove some like a big five litre bottle or a gallon bottle of water in the back and do your same amount of steps. But now you're moving more weight through space. It will take up more energy. You'll just create a little bit more calorie expenditure. Right? While talking about calories in also planning ahead, drop your calories by maybe 10 to 20 percent. So let's say, for example, you eat two, two and a half, let's say two and a half thousand calories a day. Drop them down by 10 to 20 percent. Create a calorie credit. Create a calorie credit. So you go into Christmas Day with a with a, a wallet full of calories that you've not used that you can spend on Christmas Day and not give a shit about it. Happy days, right? Like, but it's easy. All you've just done is increase expenditure a little bit, decrease the incoming calories. You've suddenly maybe given yourself maybe 2000 calories that you would have ate anyway, that you can now eat on Christmas Day and not even like give a crap about it. Now, granted, you could smash those 2000 calories in a second. So you still need to think smart of how you spend those calories on the day. But it would at least make sense to do that. Number two, increase water intake on the day. Why? So, well, it's just going to fill you up a little bit. If you're conscious of drinking water, a couple of things are going to happen. If you do drink alcohol, which is absolutely fine, absolutely no issue. I will drink red wine on Christmas Day, more than likely. I love red wine and no one's going to tell me that I can't drink red wine on a, on a day of celebration. I'm going to. But a couple of things will happen. And I'll come, I'll come back to this in a second, but we probably make worse food choices after a, a few glasses of wine, but we're also getting dehydrated. And people tend to stop drinking water when they're drinking another beverage of some sort. So consciously increase your water intake. It will help keep you hydrated. It will help keep you maybe, you know, less drunk, ultimately. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of keep your mind on something else rather than maybe snacking, which is number three. Don't snack. Now, Christmas, I know, and if my mom listens to this, she'll laugh. If I go back to my mom's, and I'm sure you're probably all the same, if you go back to parents, or if you, if you are the parents and you've got children coming to you, I bet you put the snacks out, right? So there's probably going to be a spread of lovely food that's going to be on the table that you're going to sit around and all eat together, but there's going to be snacks beforehand. So over, over in, in the UK, we would call them crisps. In the, in the US, you guys call them chips, but you all know what I'm talking about. It's stuff that you mindlessly stick your hand in and shove down your face. And it will normally be, it's normally going to be either crisp or chips or nuts. So quite highly caloric and really not filling and really salty and moorish. So you, any calorie credit that you've created, you'll, you'll smash through it just by shoving your hand in, in the snack bowl. Don't try, try not to snack. That's not the best food you're going to eat on the day. The best food is when you're going to sit around a table with your family and eat lovely, actual, real, wholesome food. So save yourself for that. These snacks will account for a massive increase in calories for literally no reason at all. Eat the proper food on the table. Okay, number four. Now you're eating food at the table. Chew it well. Chew it well. There's going to be a lot of food. And I personally fall foul to this quite a lot. I have poor digestion. Uh, and I'm supposed to help my poor digestion by making sure that I chew my food excessively. Uh, I do not ever leave myself enough time to eat and I eat fast and then I finish the meal and then I think to myself, damn, I didn't chew that well. 
And the stress that that puts on my and anybody else's digestive system is real. So you're going to probably overeat on a holiday day, like a Christmas day. So you need to mindfully think to yourself, right, okay, well, I need to take the pressure off my digestive system so I don't end up feeling like a digestive sack of crap the next day. Chew your food, like try and chew your food down to the smallest little particles you possibly can because all you're doing is one, enjoying the taste of the food because you don't taste it in your stomach, you only taste it in your mouth. So enjoy the taste, savour it. You maybe have, maybe you've earned it, maybe you haven't, who knows, but chew it, it will help your digestion. Number five, okay, go steady with the alcohol. Boo, everybody says. So everybody goes, not everybody, some people go into these sort of festives, oh, I'm going to be really careful with alcohol this year. And whether that does or doesn't happen is, is a completely different story. But ultimately, generally speaking, alcohol is just a massive, humongous whack of zero nutrient calories. Um, and then we tend to make pretty poor food choices after drinking and we're getting dehydrated. So just go steady. Um, limit, maybe limit yourself. A, a, a tip here is let's say you're drinking wine. Try to avoid top ups before you finish a glass. If you top up a drink before you finish the drink, you then completely lose track of how many drinks you've had. And let's say you're not driving and someone else is driving or you're staying somewhere so you can ultimately drink as much as you like. But if someone's constantly topping up your glass and you don't ever finish the glass, you've completely lost touch with how much you've drunk. So if you go into a day saying, I'm going to allow myself over the whole day, four glasses of wine, right? Absolutely cool. Nothing wrong with that. But when, when have you had four glasses of wine? If someone's just topping it up, whenever, whenever you get to like 25% full, you will have lost completely. And eventually you're going to sit there and go, oh, fuck it. Like I'll just... I'll just drink then. Um, it's a drinking day today. I've, I've, deci I've decided now it's going to be a drinking day and I won't drink tomorrow. But it didn't have to be that way. You could have just thought carefully about what you were doing. And then remember, drink water between the drinks. Six, maybe you've now sat down, you've had a lovely meal, it's been great, you've had dessert, you're feeling full and happy. Get up and go and have a walk. Try to not just go and sit down somewhere and be sedentary. Get up and go for a walk post eating. It will get you up off the sofa. It will get out as well. It gets some fresh air. It will, it will help clear your head. Um, it will help digestion. Get up and go for a walk. We're not talking about the calories you might burn off. Like it's irrelevant at this point to be told, unless you're, unless you're going for, for a, unless you're someone who goes out and has a genuinely long Christmas day walk, fine. Okay, but most people probably don't do that or have the time to do that. It's just get up, get some fresh air, move around a little bit. Like, you know, allow your body to digest food. Speaking of digestion, something that I know that I use on a day when I'm having big food will be something, a good digestive enzyme. So what do a lot of people get when it comes to something like Christmas or a big meal? They tend to get heartburn. Yeah, fair enough. Like a little bit of acid reflux. And they think that's because it's too much acid. Probably not. Probably not. Why would there be too much acid? Personally, I suffer with heartburn and it's through lack of acid production. Okay. So I don't take an antacid, I take something that produces or promotes stomach acid. So I take something called betaine HCL. In fact, I take that before every meal. So just before every meal, about 20 minutes before, I take a couple of the capsules that I have and it will upregulate stomach acid production so I digest my food better. And ever since I've done this, I don't get any acid reflux. This might not work for you if you genuinely have too much acid, but the chances are, if you're listening to this and you're in your 40s and upwards, what makes you think you're producing more acid? Do you, do, do, does it make any sense? 
or is it, does it kind of seem more logical that your stomach acid production would probably start to lower as you age? It seems to be more logical to me, although who knows, but taking a good uh, digestive enzyme like beta-HDL could definitely help. Eight, last one, probably no need for seconds. There's probably going to be food left over. And going up for seconds um, and just finishing off the food doesn't necessarily need to happen. Um, you're not going to run out of food. Uh, so you don't have to stuff yourself. You know, it's fine to want to make sure the food is eaten. But much of the food that we eat on a Christmas day could certainly be used the day after. There's nothing wrong with doing that. In fact, some amazing meals can be made with the food on the day after, um, you know, Christmas you know, bubble and squeak is the first thing that comes to my mind, which may mean absolutely nothing to some people listening to this. I'll let you go and look up bubble and squeak. I'm assume I, I kind of assume it's a very British thing, but I might be entirely wrong by that. I, I, I genuinely don't know. Anyway, that's going to round us up for today, uh, my alphas. So I hope that that's given you a little bit of insight. There, there are a bunch of things that I'll do. Um, although I'll be spending Christmas uh, here in an apartment pretty much on my own and I've got no idea what I'm going to do. So whether or not I will need any of those tips, I've got no no clue whatsoever, but they might help you. So we'll leave things there. Thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode. As always, I hope it's been useful. If it has, please subscribe. Um, subscribe to the, uh, to, the, to the podcast. Maybe download the episode. Give us a five-star review. I'll give you a shout out. But from now until next time, over and out. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.